San Diego is bracing for another heat wave this Labor Day weekend. Does that mean more rolling blackouts are in store? On August 14th, rolling blackouts turned off the power to about 400,000 homes and, and businesses. The following day, blackouts impacted about 200,000 people. To avoid a repeat of last month, the state has issued a flex alert from Saturday through Monday from 3 to 9 p.m. each day. So just how bad will the heat wave be? And what else is the state doing to prepare? For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Nina Guerin, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Rob Nicoleski, you're a member of the San Diego Union Tribune's energy you're an energy reporter and part of the business team, and you've been keeping an eye on this issue. Um, but before we start talking about the grid, I wanted to first get a term that you used into your article. Um, it kind of uh, freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the term is heat furnace. Heat furnace. What exactly does that mean? And how hot can we expect it to get this weekend? That's a very good question, Nina. In fact, I got that from the National Weather Service when I was writing this story about the flex alert and the potential problems with the grid. So I went to the National Weather Service uh, Twitter page and saw that they issued, quote, a heat furnace alert. I have That's a new one on the, I've never heard that before, but I guess for the uninitiated like ourselves, it means it's going to be really, really hot. It is going to be very, very hot. Temperatures across California for the Labor Day weekend expected to be 10 to 20 degrees hotter than normal. And in the San Diego area, along the coastal areas, they're expecting highs on Saturday in the low to mid 90s. That's very hot for the coastal areas. And then in places like Escondido, they're expecting a high of 109 on Saturday and in El Cajon of 110 degrees. So it's going to be hot and that's going to put some strain on the system. Yeah. Wow. So what kind of uh, what kind of strain does that put on a power grid with such high temperatures? Well, what ends up happening is that the grid operator, the California independent system operator, which basically oversees the grid for about 80 percent of California, including San Diego, their concern is that demand is going to outstrip energy supply. Why will demand go up? Well, because it's going to be really, really hot and hotter than normal. So that means people are going to be cranking up their air conditioners. Uh, and so that's going to put an additional strain on the number of megawatts that the, um, that the system needs to keep the system going. And the demand is going to be very high on one end. They have to make sure that the supply is met on the other end. Okay. So before the pandemic, we would be able to escape heat like this at movie theaters and mm -hmm. restaurants. Um, but now we sort of have limited access to these kinds of places. Does that affect, um, or does it change how energy is consumed right now? A little bit. It's been very interesting during the pandemic um, because so many more people are working from home. And because of that, they're not going to their businesses. And because of that, we're getting more energy consumed by residential customers. But on the other hand, before this, even before uh, the, the, the rolling blackouts that we suffered last month, the overall amount of energy consumption in the state has actually gone down because, uh, due to the pandemic. And that's because even though residential usage of electricity has been higher, a little bit higher since the pandemic broke out, because that has been higher, but it's been lower 
on the end for the uh, high energy users, such as businesses, such as manufacturing sites, uh, such as industrial places like that. They have not been using as much electricity because some of them have been closed down or they're operating at just a, a percentage of what they used to be doing. So those big energy users, they're not using as much and that more than offsets the increased use by residents. Okay, um, but it sounds like we're still on flex alert. Yes. Um, can we review just what that means for people who might not might not know or need a refresher? Right. The flex alert is issued not by the utilities like SDG&E. There, the flex alerts, if there are issued, and we are under one right now, if they are issued, they're done by the California Independent System Operator, the grid operator. And basically what they're saying is they're asking people to voluntarily conserve on their electricity between the hours of 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Okay. Um so that means what, like, I'm just wondering what some households biggest energy users are, like no laundry during that time, no air conditioning, what kind yeah. of Yeah, again, it's voluntary, but yes, the, the, the big users of energy are things like um, big appliances, like dishwashers, and they're saying, please, if you're going to run your dishwasher, do them, don't do them between 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. Another one is if you... Uh, if you live in a, in a house that's got a pool, uh, those pool pumps use a lot, use up a lot of energy. Also, if you know just little things like um, uh, if you close your blinds and your drapes, that'll keep your house cooler. So that means you won't be turning on the air conditioner. And also uh, some of your uh, electronic devices, um, like your computers or your iPhones, if you're going to charge those up, charge them be, uh, between don't charge them up between 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. Do them in some of the other hours or don't do them at all if you don't, if you can get away with it. So why 3 and 9 p.m.? Why is that peak hours? Those are the peak hours because the way the energy system works in California in particular, we get a lot of electricity generation from solar. You know, you see you see solar roofs on on uh, and for homeowners. We also have solar uh, energy production uh, power plants all across the state. There's a lot of solar in the system for California, and that helps the electricity system. However, solar doesn't generate at nighttime, so that means when the sun starts to go down, then solar production goes down. And that's why the 3 to 9 p.m. period is very crucial, because as that solar ramps down at sunset, the system operator has to find another source of energy to make up for that loss of megawatts that solar was producing. And so that 3 to 9 p.m. period is very uh, critical. And during a heat wave, was, you're thinking, well, it's, it's dark by eight o'clock. You know, uh, why do we still need to conserve until nine? That's because during a heat wave, it's it's been so hot during the day that it takes a little while longer for things to cool down. And so people are still running their air conditioners at 8 o'clock, 9 p.m. So that's, that's why that three to 9 p.m. Uh, period is very uh, important to the uh, California independent system operator. 
Okay. And this might be kind of ignorant on my part, but wouldn't like, I thought that solar kind of just, doesn't the energy just stay around? It, it just disappears? Yes. The short answer is yes, it does disappear. And now, so what the system operator has to do is find other sources to replace that. They can do that, uh, as they often do, by ramping up natural gas plants, which can be ramped up and used at any time, 24-7. Um, they can also use uh, nuclear facilities. There's one nuclear power plant left in California that runs at a constant baseline and making up about 10% of California's power mix. But you still need to be, be able to make up for that loss of, of, of solar. Now you can use batteries, but um, in which you can take that solar, save it up in a battery and discharge it later in the evening. But we are not at a point in California or anywhere in the United States where batteries are deployed in such a large number to make up for that loss of solar right now. They're making the state policymakers are ramping up efforts to increase the amount of battery storage in the future. But for right now, that's not going to help us when we've got a, a possible blackout staring us in the face this weekend. Okay. Um so besides us doing the flex alert, is the California independent system operator doing anything on its end? Yes, they, they've already issued a maintenance directive to electricity generators and transmission operators across the state. They did that on Wednesday where they basically told them, please postpone any maintenance work you might do on power lines, anything like that, so that during these next three, four days, we got a maximum amount of transmission capability. Also, the governor just yesterday um, issued a proclamation in which he told uh, utilities and other power generators that they can use, they can uh, suspend uh, rules that keep them from over-generating, so that might be able to help uh, tide us over during these during these next three days. Okay, so right and as of now, we don't have blackouts expected, mm -hmm. but um, for now, how will we know, and when will we know for sure? Uh, that's a very good question, and the uh, unfortunate answer is we won't know for sure. Um, probably until um, around 5 p.m. Saturday, and then 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Sunday, and 5, 6 p.m. on Monday. The reason why is because the way the electricity grid works, the, the operators have to match demand with supply instantaneously. That's just the way the energy grid works. Because it's a very natural question for people to say, well, okay, if if the state is running into this uh, potential problem this weekend, why don't we just buy up a bunch of electricity and then use it on Saturday, then use it on Sunday, and then use it on Monday? Well, that's not the way the electric grid works. You can buy You can buy supplies a day ahead of time, 24 hours ahead of time, but only then if you want to make up for this potential difference. And that's called a day ahead market. And that's the reason why many times the system operator doesn't quite know until we reach that crunch period when solar ramps down, whether they've got enough electricity supply. They can 
get it on a 24 ahead uh, uh, ahead of time in 24 hours. So that's why, like today, so since today is Friday, the system operator is able to look at the day ahead market and see what is available, what they can purchase, and what they can uh, what they can get uh, ahead of time. But it's kind of a complicated answer, but that's the answer. Okay. And um, in your article, you mentioned that the um, energy is being bought from other states, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so about 25% of California's, um, the megawatts that California's uh, system operator uses during a given day, about 25% of it comes from out-of-state, what they call energy imports, from states like Arizona or Nevada or Washington State, which has a lot of hydroelectric electricity that they can possibly send down to California. What happened, one of the reasons why we had so many problems last month in August, on August 14th and 15th, and we had a couple days of rolling blackouts that lasted for about an hour or so, a big reason why that happened was because those imports from other states were constrained because we had what they called a heat dome that sat over, it was a heat wave that sat over not just California, but the entire Western region. So states like Arizona and Washington that normally can say, okay, California, if you need uh, electricity from us, we can send it to you. They held on to those electrons, those, that, 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 those megawatts to themselves because they had to tend to their own customers, make sure that their own customers were okay and that the lights went went on and, and uh, people in Arizona and Washington could turn on their air conditioning. Now, the good news is that this current or uh, upcoming uh, heat wave looks like, even though it's going to cover almost all of California and maybe bleed in, into some other states, it looks like it's not going to be as bad as the heat wave in August that extended over the entire Western region. Now, that could change, but right now, the grid operator in California says, imports look pretty good. So we won't have a heat dome, but we will have a heat furnace. Yes. Well, at least in California and especially in San Diego, where it's going to be really, really hot for the Labor Day weekend. Okay. Well, this is all really good information. And um, I just want to ask you, how do you observe a flex alert since you're so into the, so connected to the energy? I'm curious what you do to to conserve? Well, I um, I turn off my air conditioner. Right now, my air conditioner is not on. Um, it's just me. I'm single. So it's just me and my golden retriever. She's got a fur coat on. So she's sometimes can be uh, rather uncomfortable. For the most part, though, I try to, like everyone else, like so many other people. And this was really important in the, at, the la- uh, at the last um incident that we had last month where uh, we had a couple of days of brief blackouts. Those blackouts ran for two days. You know, they, they were short, but they, they, they happened for two consecutive days. It could have bled over and gone for three days or four days, but the California system um, operator asked and received Uh, from just average Joes and Janes out there who turned down uh, and conserved their energy during those, during those subsequent days. And that made a big difference because they didn't need as many megawatts of energy and they were able to, to get through those, those next couple of days. So 
every little bit helps. Great. Well, Rob McAleski, thank you so much for being part of San Diego News Fix today. Thank you, Nina. Thanks. San Diego News Fix is a production of the San Diego Union Tribune. Our team includes Daniel Wheaton and myself, Nina Guerin. This podcast's editor is Digital Creative Director Beto Alvarez. If you want to join in on our recordings, like the Union Tribune on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, and you'll see us when we go live in the afternoons. Feel free to ask questions by commenting, and we'll work them into the conversation live. San Diego News Fix is made possible by subscribers to the San Diego Union Tribune. As we live through this momentous time in history, the truth and facts matter. If you're not yet a subscriber, please go to sandiegouniontribune.com slash subscribe. We won't have an episode on Monday, so we'll see you again for a new episode on Tuesday. Until next time.